Welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast, where we mix business, law of attraction, spirituality, and well-being with great guests and phenomenal stories. You'll hear hints, tips, and up-to-the-minute information on digital communication from an expert in her field. Pearl has some wonderful individuals in her networks, and she will be interviewing them all at some point in the future. Enjoy your listening. Hello and welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. And today I'm very lucky to have a wonderful lady as my guest. She was put forward to me by a couple of people and I've been following her, how she's been going on through lockdown and everything and her progress and it's absolutely brilliant. So I would like to introduce you to Vicky Marks. You probably know Vicky as Vicky PT. She's a personal trainer a nutrition coach, and a female fat loss specialist. Welcome, Vicky. Great to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much, Pearl. I'm super happy to be here. I'm very excited. Brilliant. I, I am so looking forward to this because I know it was Susan Spedding that first gave me your name. And I've yeah. been following your progress and looking at all your posts and your groups. And it's just brilliant. So I am so oh, excited. And thank you so much for saying, yes, you'd be a guest. Oh, God, I'm, I'm excited. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> so without further ado, I'm going to jump into the first question. Vicky, right. can you describe your career path to date, please? Yes. So, um it's been a, definitely a journey for me, my career path. And um, I keep saying I've been in the industry for 16 years, but I think I'm, I think I'm losing a couple of years here as well. So it's about 17 now. <laughs> and um, I think lockdown hasn't helped with that, has it? It's like, oh, I've lost four months. But um, yeah, so I've been in the industry about 17 years. And it's, it's really been a journey for me as well. The, the fitness industry is... Um, quite a tough one to be in and I think you have to work hard to find your place and find um, what it is you're actually passionate about and and I think then you have to dig deep and find the courage to niche yourself into that place that you want to be which I feel like I've kind of done over the last 17 years um, I mean, I started my career jumping around aerobics studios for 26 hours a week, burning myself out. Um, I soon found that that wasn't really the thing for me and um, jumped into lots of education. And I went to America and um, lots and lots of qualifications and uh, seminars and mentors and everything else later, um, I kind of started finding myself drawing towards females and um, I got married um, and went on that whole bridezilla journey of I must look like the best bride ever <laughs> and, um, and then um, and then I went into the the journey of having children and pregnancy and postnatal and um, and I realized that just women are just such incredible creatures and um, and I just wanted to help women find a confidence in themselves um, like I had over the past 17 years of my career sort of thing. Um, so that's kind of where I niche myself now in 
that um, I just, it's my passion to help women become the best versions of themselves um, sustainably and without the use of crash diets and um, faddy um, jumping in and out of yo-yoing and, and, and this is where I am today. <laughs> This, this, I, I can relate to everything. I think a lot of the listeners to the podcast will actually relate to this as well. I know when I've had my two children and they're fully grown up and sort of out there in the world on their own now, but yeah. my whole body shape changed literally yeah, yeah. after having children. The, and I ended up with cesareans because my hips were quite small. But before... Yeah. Before I'd seen that, when I looked at myself in the mirror, my hips did not look small at all. They looked quite large to me, to be honest. And it seemed yeah. that difference. And when you say the yo-yo effect, I think a lot of women will go up and down and it's finding the norm and actually seeing yeah. what for them. And so you don't get any of the, the scary stuff and the things like some of the eating disorders, which can affect a lot of women as well. And it's Definitely. actually seeing that whole idea about how you see your body. So I am so excited to hear all the information. I think the, the listeners, this is going to be something I say to the listeners every time. I hope you've got a pen and paper because we're going to get yeah. so much wonderful knowledge. And also, yeah. as with all of these, with all of these podcasts, I will share links of how you can reach out and connect with Vicky. So make sure that you do, because there's going to be a lot of people chasing to get to know you and see if they can work with you after this, because your knowledge is just phenomenal. It really oh, is. Oh, thank you, Pearl. And um, I think going, just going back to like having children and your body changing so much. So a huge part of my ethos is kind of like, getting into the here and now and where your body is right now. So is it that 18-year-old that you're comparing yourself to? No. It's a, it's a woman that's either postnatal and her body's been through a massive journey of growing a human being and birthing a human being. Um, and then you have to find this, this new confidence with your new body because it's never going to be that 18-year-old body again. But it's not a negative thing. It's like just evolving yourself with your body and and then as you go into menopausal life and everything else that happens to a female's body like we're incredible creatures and I think when we can learn to treat it with the respect that it needs I think then finding our inner confidence then becomes much easier yes and, and again just literally something that you said there, I can remember my mother saying to me when I lost an awful lot of weight when I went through my divorce, and I, I know everyone talks about a divorce diet because you can lose so much weight. And I kept saying, oh, but my tummy isn't flat. And she looked at me, she says, you've had two children, you are nearly 40, and you are comparing yourself to the 16 and 18 year olds. And I'm thinking, no, no, and it took someone else to tell me to actually stop and think because you go and I think, oh no, my tummy's not as flat, and obviously your body's been through so much more. A hundred percent, yeah, and I think we're a lot of women, and even myself back years ago, I used to look at photographs and go, well, if I really I could look like that now. And um, it's really funny because a member on my site the other day put a photo up of herself um, when she was younger and said, um, in, I wish I could get myself to this point. Um, 
And then later on in her post, she put, um, but I know that I thought I was fat here too. And I said, like, look at what you've put in that post because you wasn't happy. You was not happy, um, however many sizes smaller you were. I think where women sometimes, I think, make the mistake of is um, hoping to find their happiness through achieving um, dropping two dress sizes where I believe it's there's so much more to it than that and I think um obviously exercise nutrition the mindset and the lifestyle bringing it all together so that you find that real true inner confidence rather than I'm going to rely on being a size 10 to make me happy which we know is not the case (laughs) and so many shops as well you get to know the shops where a size 10 it's maybe a 14 in other shops. So you go and you, you you buy the size because you can actually say, yes, that size fits. And I know I've digressed from some of the questions, but it's just everything you're sharing has just, just brought all these up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. Like the shops are so different. And, and I encourage all my women to never go by a dress size because oh, they're so different in all different shops. And we just got to find that confidence in our own body, not um, what, you know, in the media is seen as the body to look like sort of thing. Definitely, definitely. Right, now that I've gone off piece, I will go back to the question. Oh. <laughs> now, Vicky, can you name three things that made you choose your current career and why? You might have touched on some of that in your introduction. Yeah. So um, I... I feel I kind of fell into my career a little bit as well. Um, as I was very, as a 16, 17 year old girl, I was very unsure with what I wanted to do in my life. And um, all I knew, uh, one current, one thing that was really the same through every thought process that I had was um, that I wanted to help people. And I wasn't quite sure how I was going to help people, but. I knew that was part of my story. I wanted to help people. So um, that kind of was something to do with my career. (laughs) But also my own journey. I was a really, I wasn't a very confident um, 17-year-old girl. I had terrible body image um, feelings about myself and beliefs about myself. And um, I kind of wanted to help women that, that may have felt like that before and yeah my body journey has definitely been a story and to lead me to this point now um, and I feel like now I'm definitely in that place where I can inspire other women through even my own story as well yeah and I think that I think that's where you find your tribe and to the listeners as well once you identify with one two or three key areas in yeah. what a guest is sharing, you, you, it helps you grow. It helps you move forward. And sometimes the fact that you're binge eating or you're comfort eating because you're not happy and you've suddenly shared something that has been that trigger point to someone and they think, yes, and they can flip that emotion and it makes yeah. such a difference. It really does. Yeah. And, and then it sounds a bit, it, it sounds a bit woo-woo and it sounds a bit wishy-washy, but I just believe this is what I was meant to do. Like I, it's kind of got to a point, 17 years later, I look back and go, oh blimey, how did I get here? <laughs> but um, 
I just believe it's it's my journey. It's like my path, and I was kind of I really feel like I was put on this planet to help women um, better themselves and their life. And yeah, I love it. <laughs> oh, this this is brilliant. I know a lot of the listeners. You hear this every time, but the energy on this call where we're doing the interview is wonderful. Now I've recently started my journey into spirituality. And as you were saying that, and when you said about your calling and stuff, I got goosebumps and I got tingles up and down my back, which to me is telling me it's perfect, that that's the right thing, because I can really connect with what you're saying. So yes, all the woo-woo stuff I love, and you will find that the listeners love that. That's what they connect with. So yes, totally get everything you've said so far. Brilliant. Right, I will now move on to the next question. What key values does your business offer you? So um, the number one key value, I am a mummy. I'm a mummy of two. So um, I've got Owen, who's seven, and Phoebe, who's five. And so I love that I do have the flexibility around them. Um, And um, I love that it's kind of showing them that you can do a job that you love as well, because um, I think there's a lot of people, I think, that maybe are unhappy in their career or unhappy in their jobs. And our children are like our... They watch everything I, we do, don't they? they? They follow you around. They watch what you do. They watch what's normal. And the fact that I absolutely love my job, I hope filters down to them and makes them do something that they love as well. So hopefully... It's um, making. I am hopefully creating a good role model for them. Um, pride, I think, because my job is incredibly rewarding. It's so rewarding. I see women go from a place of real unhappiness with low self-esteem and no confidence whatsoever um, to completely changing their lives and and doing things they didn't even think they were even capable of, which I just absolutely love. Um, and freedom I I have the freedom to express myself and to do what truly um, I love doing which it doesn't conflict with anything I I do what I want to do which um, I think is so important for us as human beings right (laughs) yeah oh this is just wonderful and I know to the listeners see already listeners I told you this lady was special and look at what we're already learning and what she's sharing with us and all those I'm getting goosebumps again and you will hear me say this throughout this interview because the energy the connection is just wonderful it really is thank you so much for sharing everything with us now I'm going to throw something in this que- this next question. I always do it always to just to see how people are thinking. Now, Vicky, yeah. what keeps you awake at night? So there's not a lot that can keep me awake <laughs> at night. <laughs> My husband calls me the human light switch because when I go to sleep, I literally boom. It's like turning a light switch out. Boof, I'm straight asleep. Um, but um, in recent times. Um, I don't really let anything affect me too much and I've done a lot of self-work I've done a lot of work on myself and um, over lots of time and lots of investment in myself I found that 
Um, and I taught myself that actually the things you can't control, you can't worry about. And I, it really helped me because I definitely was that person um, many years ago that would perhaps be kept awake at night thinking, playing all the what if movies in my brain. Oh, yeah. well, what if that happens? And if what, what if that? So if anything used to keep me up, it used to be that. Um, if anything keeps me up now, it's usually I've got all these ideas in my head and I'm just so excited about them. I just want to do them. <laughs> yes. yes. I, oh, I can relate to that in every sense. Like you say, I, I used to be, I would worry if I had nothing to worry about and that would keep yeah. me awake. And when we yeah. went into COVID, yes, I think with a lot of people, I was scared. I've got type 2 diabetes, so um, it's me and my dad who's in his 80s at home. So we were told, stay safe and not to go outside. So it scared the living daylights out of me. And then yeah. when I gave myself a flipping good shake and thought, right, look, you do digital marketing. Where How can you build and help and share with other people? And now... Yes, yes, I, there are times I stay awake at night, but like you, it's because I'm so excited. I've got so many ideas and so many possibilities. But it is, I know people have gone through so much trauma with lockdown, but it's also been fantastic for the likes of you and I, where we can actually share and work online and help people. For me, I quite like this new normal and I think I'm going to keep it as my new normal because it works. If I can reach out and help people across an online environment, I'm going to. But everything you've said makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. And I think, yeah, lockdown's been, a, it's been, you get that initial fear, don't you? And um, But I found that, I think, I think lockdown has done wonders for me. Wonders in the, it's made me a lot, um, I've been, I think it's created a big fearless part of me really, in that I've collabed many people in this time, which I've just found just amazing. And I think the power of online connection is there. And I think, um, I think lockdown's just showed us even more so how it's there. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. I so completely agree with that. I mean, I know, like I set up this podcast at the very start. I was looking at it and it really came into its own during lockdown. And yes, it's building and building. And this episode will be available on a global scale. We have listeners in America and Australia and South Africa, I know, because there's certain people that I'm connected to that message me and say, oh, I love that. And they start sharing things. So, yes, the potential for that. Is... There's times when I used to think, no, I don't like the sound of my own voice. And yet I'm getting used to it because I've also become a radio presenter whilst being in lockdown. And when I think... When you sit back and like you say, you literally stand back and say, what can you achieve? I've always been one. If someone says, can you do that? I will say yes. And if I can't, I research like mad overnight and then I go and do it. But it is, you don't realise what you're capable of until you push yourself to those limits to actually go outside your comfort zone, as it were. And it makes such a difference. A hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Totally agree with that. Totally. <laughs> 
I will move on to the next question now. Vicky, where and how do you work best so that all the listeners will know how they can reach out to you and see what will work yeah. best with them? So I've, I've got my own little gym, which I absolutely love. It's on the side of my house. Um, it was, it's a, there's a bit of a story behind it, which I'm sure we can go into another day. But um, I, I work independently from, from my house, basically, in my little garage. I turned it into a, a lovely-looking little gym. And I do usually see people one-to-one from there. Of course, at the moment, that's not happening. But... Um, I've been doing lots of one-to-one Zoom sessions and, um, and it's been working lovely. Um, and, and then my baby, which is what I launched um, 18, just over 18 months ago, is um, my online membership site. So it's a kind of the one-stop shop to female health. Um, it's a platform I created after years of planning, years of planning and procrastinating basically over whether it would be okay or not as we all do, um, I launched it eventually and um, it just has my whole ethos under one one roof. So it's got all the nutrition, the training, the mindset, the lifestyle, the community of women, which I think is essential for a woman's success. Um, it's got just about everything. So um, at first, I think like maybe you, you have been through this as well where I was I, I was like oh, I don't know if I'm cut out for all this online stuff this is I'm not sure about this but um I'm quickly learning that um I love it and I love to be able to help women on mass scale rather than just just the people that are local to me that can come to my gym which I love I adore my clients as well um, but it's so amazing that I can spread my wings across the whole world if I wanted to, which is great. And with that, yeah, I totally, totally agree with absolutely everything you've said there. And I do think I do think the new normal where um, large corporates and everything have seen that their overheads are halved when people work from home. So I think there will be a lot of that. It will help with mental health. You don't necessarily have the stress, but there will also be coping mechanisms put in place because you can have that loneliness. But like we're on Zoom now, my life is busier since lockdown where I sit at home and I talk to people all around the world. And Dad will say, where are you off to now? And I said, oh, Dad, I'm talking to America. And it's like eight, nine o'clock at night and I've got a call (laughs) with America. And I mean, my social life, albeit a virtual social life, because it's online, is just wonderful. So I think this will be the new norm because people find it easier, and especially with lockdown, where you see everyone saying that I think we all comfort ate for a while, and then you realise, no, come on, you've got to get yourself into gear. And I've lost a stone and a half whilst being in lockdown because oh, well done that's amazing so I mean some of it is because I found my passion like you and I've been working a lot so I've not been doing the comfort eating so much I now t- need to look and get my exercise routine back because I can get fanatical I think some women can to a certain extent when you get those endorphins and everything's working it can yeah. really it becomes I know I mean I've told my story very briefly to 
the radio listeners, but I, I work in a very high profile thing. I work for central government. I will consult and do all their engagement, their social media and everything. So I used to, living in the Midlands, I would get up at half past three every morning and I would leave the house at half five and I'd get up early so I could do all my own business emails, do a workout, get all my um, all my meals, breakfast, lunch, evening meal and snacks and everything all prepared before I left. I would get the six o'clock train. I'd be in London for seven o'clock and I would be catching the 10 o'clock train coming home. And I was lucky if I got three or four hours sleep, which wow. when you're doing that, something has to give and I would be fanatical to do that but it this with lockdown has really helped because you step back and you think yes there is another way of working where you have time for you and it's not just giving yes I love what I do like you I have that passion and I just everything I do I pour my all into but sometimes it's when you realize that cough lasts a bit longer or you get a cold and it turns to flu and they think yes that's your body telling you you've done too much you have to stop yeah 100% and I think I I, I spoke to someone about this this morning actually about how um that all or nothing approach um I think we've all had the time to reflect and go I don't know how I did what I did before. I don't know how I, I kept up with myself. I don't know how I kept up with it. And um, I, think, I think women um, sometimes get into this all or nothing approach where it's like, okay, I'm all in on this or I'm all out and there's no in between. And I think um, what's been amazing about this time is I've been able to educate women to realise that they can be all in but also live their life at the same time and not make themselves ill from being all in, if you, if you see what I mean. Yeah. And, uh, and I think it's getting that balance between all or nothing where the success happens and you get quality of life at the same time. Yeah. Well, this, and listeners, I told you, it's brilliant. This content is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> I, I, I digress and I do apologise, but this is such a good interview. And... The connection we've got is just, I'm getting goosebumps all over again. It's just brilliant. I, 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 will, move on, I will move on to the next question. What tools do you, yeah, I haven't said this one, what tools do you use that makes your work life easier? Well, we did mention her at the beginning of this um, call as Susan Spedding is my VA. And if I didn't have a VA, I'm not sure. Sometimes I message Susan and say, um, is there anything I need to do today that's urgent? And she's like, yes, Vicky, you need to do this, this and this. I'm like, right, okay, I'm doing it. Um, so I learned probably 18 months ago to actually step away from the stuff that I'm not good at. Like some of the technology stuff is just beyond me. And um, rather than fighting myself to actually try to make sure I'm good at everything. Um, I learned very quickly that if I let other people help and I, I let other people take some of my stuff, then I can get really good at the stuff that I am really good at. <laughs> so um, I've got a lot better 
at handing stuff out, which has made my life much easier. And it's not any anything to do with content. Like I, I love creating content and I love that side of things. But Excel spreadsheets and um, all that technological stuff is just not for me. It's not for me. <laughs> yes, I... I can completely agree. And it's things like that. I can remember my very first business manager when I first set up a company, and this was quite a few years ago now. They called me up and I answered my phone and I said, hello, this is Pearl. And he said, right, first thing, you do never, you never, never, never answer your own phone. And I'll go, what? And he said, no, because then people know it's you. You need to have someone there that's the stopgap between and again so you can get on and do what you're good at I mean yes with me on the digital thing I can do the websites I've done the websites for years but now I look at the strategy and I have a team I can go to that will build the websites if customers and clients need them because yes I can do it like I can edit videos but it takes me 10 times longer than if I actually went to someone that did it all the time and things like that are such a learning curve and so often when we're doing something for ourselves we feel we have to give everything but that doesn't mean you have to be a master of everything because you can't be and you end up juggling so much the the important stuff gets missed and you start to drop things so where you've said that it's it's just perfect and I can I think myself and all the listeners can relate to that in so many ways but it takes a strong person to actually admit that and know that you can do that to move on because quite often you still try and keep it all together and that's when you start to drop things 100% yeah Right then, now I'm going to move on. Now, this is the second longest of my questions, so I have to take a big deep breath to actually say <laughs> this one. Now, Vicky, what would you have done differently in your life if you'd known then what you know now? I love this question. I love it. Um, so there's a couple of things, really, but um, I wish I could have told my old self that worrying about things that are not in my control are not worth worrying about. I wish I could tell my old self that because um, learning that um, in the last few years and doing that work on myself has been so transformative to myself. So um, I no longer worry about the things that are out of my control. Um, You've just got to let them things go. And I wish I could teach my younger self that. I definitely do. but also, I think I wish I could go back, and this is it's a bit more of a business answer, this one, but I wish I'd told my business self that you can have all the qualifications in the world, um, which I think I did probably as many as I could have possibly fitted into um, the certain amount of years I did them in. Um, but the one thing that I neglected and that I didn't um, invest in was myself. And um, the last three years, I've spent every penny on self-development when it comes to learning. And um, I think if 15 years ago, I had just every year invested in a course that was just about developing me as a person, 
I think I'd be even more far ahead as I am now. So, um, yeah, self-development has been a big thing for me and working on our own selves and our own brains and our own bodies um, so that we, I like, it's like, um, it's like pouring from an empty cup, isn't it? I, I think I poured from an empty cup for a long time um, and, and now I've realised there is no pouring from an empty cup. Like, it needs to be full to the top. So um, I definitely teach my younger self that. <laughs> and that everything you've said, I can relate to, the listeners will relate to. And um, a previous guest of mine, Vicky Thomas, and to the listeners, if you look back at a pre- one of the previous interviews, Vicky Thomas does so much, she does so much work on herself. She was my very first business coach and she taught me so much because like you say to begin with you go on and you think yes I'll just research it I research everything so I'll research how to do that but then when I really looked at my business and how I wanted to improve my life my well-being everything yes I will look at coaches and I don't have just one I will have different coaches for different areas of my life as we've already said you're not a master of everything so you go to the people that are the specialists and they help you and the difference you see in your business growth and in your personal growth by doing that it's just wonderful so yes and I know I think you touched on it earlier in the um, interview you are sharing so many nuggets and pearls of wisdom can I ask you now Vicky would you be a regular guest would you be happy to come back on a regular basis oh I'd love to I would love to I'd love to I think we could chat all day (laughs) (laughs) well this is what I'm finding because this is the last I've got I've had a very busy week it's been my busiest week for podcast guests and I'm doing five interviews this week and each Ooh. of them, everyone has said, yes, they will come back. And it's just, you just find it's, I feel relaxed. I feel like I've known you all my life already, just from literally the way, the way we're talking and everything. And I can relate to what you're saying. And the listeners will love that. And just one episode just does not give the passion and everything a chance to actually be aired and you've got so much to share with people oh I'd love to I'd love to come back I'd love to thank you thank you thank you and you heard that listeners and this is what I say on every podcast with these lovely guests that have said they come back please make sure that you subscribe subscribe to the podcast because then you will see and get a reminder as soon as the next episode comes up so you can be there and you can listen straight away so Thank you, Vicky. Just thank you. Oh, I've got pins and needles and everything. It's brilliant. It's lovely. Thank you. (laughs) Now, this, if I ask you the next question, what is your biggest challenge and why? So, I always try and look at solutions rather than problems, but um, I definitely... (laughs) I don't know if this is, it's not even something that could even happen but I think my biggest challenge sometimes is I'd like there to be two of me <laughs> because um, especially on the online membership site is I am the online membership site like I could easily say to Susan oh Susan um, here's a bunch of questions that um, my members have asked um, could you answer them for me and 
Susan's been doing all of my, um, the principles of Vicky PT basically forever. So she could answer every single one of those questions. I have all faith that she could, but it's not me. And I'm so passionate about getting to know each and every single member that's in that site and helping them very individually. I do sometimes wish there was just two of me so that we could, um, <laughs> so that um, I could give more of myself to people, if that makes sense. Yep, exactly. Because actually one of my guests this week, previous guests was saying something like that about having more hours in the day. And yes. I've always said, if I could actually... Um, find a way to hit the rewind switch so you get a few you do something and then give yourself back those two hours cool. yeah. we wouldn't need to work because we'd have all this money but then I'd be bored stiff and I'd have to work anyway because I want to do it but yes <laughs> when, when you've said that it is and I think it's the people that are passionate about what you do and yeah. for the listeners you can hear that you want to give so much therefore yeah. You want to replicate yourself or rewind and add extra hours to the day so you can just continue to give and serve to yes. your ideal clients because you know how much you've got to help them. Yes, it's exactly it. <laughs> yes, it always oh, perfect. Yes. Oh, yes, I do feel as if I've known you all my life. I really do. I love it. I'm now going to next question now i have been pulled up so i apologize now because a few people have said it's very very ego centered now when i thought up this question i wasn't thinking about the ego at all but vicky how do you want to be remembered <laughs> very ego centered i don't think it is i think it's great um i think it should be in everyone's life plan like how do you want to be remembered from this life um so I think I think I'd want to be remembered for helping people to change their lives, like helping people live an extraordinary life rather than an ordinary life. So being able, um, yeah, being able, being the person that changed people's lives. And I know, um, I know, um, in my title, it's like personal trainer and nutrition coach that changes lives, but. It really is. There are personal trainers out there that, you know, they do the exercise and off they go and there's no nothing in between. But um, I really, the biggest part of my job that I love is that um, once people get control of their health and they find their confidence, um, it does naturally completely change their life. And um, yeah, and I suppose I want to be remembered for inspiring women to be able to do better and always do better. So yeah. I love that question. Oh, yes. And I, I love your answer. It is just wonderful. And again, it shows the passion and how much you give to each and every one of your clients. So yeah. listeners, I've told you, make sure that you connect with Vicky as soon as you hear this episode so that she can help you the same way as you're hearing that she helps all her current clients. Now I'm going to move on to this next question. As a child, what what did you want to be and how close to that dream are you now? Now, don't laugh. <laughs> so, um, okay, I wanted to be a vet. So all my life, I was like, I'm going to be a vet. That's what I'm going to be. I love it. I'm going to be a vet. And, um, and I, I did my work experience in a veterinary surgery. 
I think I lasted two days and I was an emotional wreck. I was like, oh my God, I can't be a vet. I just can't because, um, and I think I fainted in one of the operations. <laughs> it was a, an ear, I think they were drilling inside a dog's ear and that was it. I was gone. I was on the floor and then um, I came away going, oh, damn it. I've wanted to be a vet all my life and I just can't be, um, so the only way I can describe how close I am to that is I am helping people still, but I'm just helping humans and I'm not helping animals. <laughs> oh, that, that is wonderful. And yes, I can relate because I'm, I'm very squeamish at the sight of blood. And when my kids were little, if they fell over, there was a few times. I remember my son, we were coming home from school and he didn't look where he's going. He turned around and went whack straight into a lamppost. And he gave himself a nosebleed. I was so grateful for the other mums that we were all walking together. Because, of course, I went in panic mode. And if I see the sight of blood, quite often I end up on the floor and I completely pass out. I know you do more with your children that you, you just go through everything. You just go into a completely different mindset. But, yes, I know I could never, I could never, the wonderful work that the doctors and nurses do... I just couldn't because I'm afraid if you came to me, that's it, I'd be on the floor and I'd be no help to you whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, so that, so that dream slowly, um, slowly changed. But I'm still helping, helping people. It's just humans and not animals. <laughs> but that is wonderful. And it does, it shows just how much you care. It really does. Now, I'm going to move on to this next one. Now, this is me being quite selfish, I'm afraid. And most of the listeners will realise I, I have quite a few passions. Now, anyone that follows me on Facebook will know shoes. Shoes are one of my passions. I've got about 250, 300 pairs of shoes and ankle boots and everything. And I have been known to sit there and stroke it. Now, that's very, very sad. But I, if I like <laughs> shoes, I get, I get pairs in different colours just because I like them but the other thing I love is books so when I add this question it's just to see because it's almost for my greedy pleasure to see what books do people recommend so I can go away and read and I don't think you can ever have enough knowledge so this question is can you name three titles of your favourite books and why you've chosen them Right. So um, probably one of my number one books, um, and you, if you love books, you definitely would have read it, I think, um, is by Rhonda Bryan, and that's The Secret. Yep. Yes. I absolutely love it, and um, it's been on every single journey of my business with me, um, and I, I recommend it within my membership site as like a something they need to do as part of their mindset challenges it's like you buy this book and you read this book I just think everyone should read that book I think it's amazing and I do love um she's got one called the power and the magic as well which yes, are I've got goosebumps yes yes yeah they are brilliant and I love them on audio as well yes. they're, they're very they're very um they're good to have really loud as you're going along in the car. You feel yeah. empowered when you get to wherever you've got to. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and the second one um, is by Carrie Green, and it's called She Means Business. I love that one. Um, and I think 
that one taught me to get fearless and was like, if you want to do something, just go and do it because if it's your passion, then it will work. So um, I love that book. And then there's a book that I hold very, very close to my heart, which um, I think it was one of the first books I ever read in terms of nutrition and fitness and health. And, and it's called How to Eat, Move and Be Healthy. Um, and it's by a man called Paul Check, who I've done lots of qualifications with and education with over the years. But that book, if anybody wants to just have a look at their health and go, right, I don't want to diet, I just want to um, improve myself, then it's a fantastic book. Fantastic. And yes, I can agree with all of those. When you said about The Secret, yes, I like The Secret. I must admit, I think the power, for me, the power is my favourite. And I listen yeah, to it on... Yeah, I listen to it on audio and I yeah. regularly listen to it because you do, it's so empowering. Yeah. And the fact that it's Rhonda that's actually recorded that, you can actually, yeah. she puts the inflection in, you can hear the passion in her voice. And once yeah. I listened to the power, I understood the secret more. Because yes, I've looked at, I mean, people that listen to my radio show, I mix business coaching and law of attraction. And law of the attraction always starts with the secret. Yeah. But there's so many things with the, when you start law of attraction, people don't understand it properly. And they say, right, write the affirmations, do this. But you don't know to put the passion in. You don't know. And that's what the power teaches us to do. So you actually do, you do the work and you add the love and the passion. And that's yeah. when the vibrations come back. And yeah. yes, so totally, totally agree with you in that. It's just wonderful. Now, the Carrie Green book, I'm going to, that's one I haven't read yet. So that's going on my list. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's really good. I love it. I mean, I followed her on social networks for ages. But that's now become one of my top books that I'm going to make sure I read now. So I can do that. So with that, yes, it's wonderful. And with the nutrition side, it's always good to actually have a strong personal trainer recommend the right books. Because yeah. especially in your industry, there's a lot of people that write books that don't have a clue what they're doing. And that 100%. scares me because then you get people that don't know and they're given the wrong advice because they don't yeah. know the right people to reach out to. Yeah, 100%. Yes. yes. So thank you. So uh, again, listeners, we've got another list of books to add and we can see favourites and like, I say with the secret and the power that's been mentioned a few times and it's nice to see a pattern because then it also shows the guests I'm connecting to we're connecting in the same way which is where the listeners and the audience are really going to love that so again I say thank you I say that all through my podcast but I'm saying thank you because it's so great for you to share all this with us now this next question who would you say are your key influencers and why? It's a very tricky question, this one. So something that um, I've always been a bit of a go-getter and a bit of, um, and there was always jokes about it in the first kind of five years. Well, as of when I was younger is um, that I'm just totally unemployable. I get, I get this idea in my head and I'm like, yes, 
I want to do that. And, um, and I just go with the ideas and I create something and, and I go, yes. And um, so in terms of influencers, um, I've had lots of mentors and coaches throughout my whole life that I absolutely love. And I'm so like grateful for being able to work with them and for them to teach me everything they know. Um, and I love having a mentor, I think is a great thing. And I really would recommend that to anybody. Um, but in terms of an influence, I'd say I've been very long time. And I think there was someone a long, long time ago that said to me, um, it's great to, to look up to people and like and and look at what they're doing and and say oh that's great but then turn off from there and go well, how do, how would that work on my journey um so i've been very focused on my career and my journey and my um my way for such a long time that um i'm not sure i have any influences influences as such um but I've definitely got people in my life over the years that um, I've gone to see as a mentor. So I hope that's answered that question. <laughs> I, I think so. And it does. And it really, and just you saying that something resonated with me and I'm finding literally as I speak to my guests, they say something and it's a memory from my childhood. I used to run for my county and long distance I'm rubbish at absolutely useless but sprinting I could go like a bat out of hell and I can remember first pair of spikes I was bought when I was in secondary school and my mum went to see the teachers and they saw the PE teacher and she said Pearl needs to stop looking at other people she needs to set her own goals and not be judged by everyone else because I can remember doing that 100 meters there's me and one other girl and this girl was faster than anyone but I had my yeah. my spikes on for the first time and I can remember running that race and I was going to beat her and I slowed down yeah. because I thought no she's faster than me and to think like that and it's different things where you go and they try and teach you to run in a certain way now yeah. I I'm quite short I'm five foot two so I've only got little legs and I take lots of steps compared to everyone else and my dad used to say to me, you run like a fairy. Because and I thought <laughs> when, when I used to do the hurdles, you know, when you're told to do three or five steps between hurdles, yeah. I, I get seven or nine steps between hurdles. Yeah. And then when, again, when I was told, teach you to run properly, and then they said, no, because if we change your stride, you won't have the speed. And, yeah. it is, and that's where you say, when you said that, Maybe I've slightly gone off track, but where you actually start to say, don't yeah. look to anyone else, set your yeah. own goals. I mean, I'm yeah. probably the most competitive person I know. And I, I am competitive with myself. And I look to yeah. see, what did I achieve this time last year? And like with, you'll see I'm wearing my Fitbit, but I've got my Apple Watch as well, because I do my challenges with my Fitbit. And when it comes up from last year, and if I haven't done the same amount of steps, I get so angry with myself and I have to go and do more. <laughs> and I think, like, I've been inspired by lots of people, but I think, um, yeah, I think when we can learn to not be 
uh, other people influence our journey, I think that's when you're truly within your passion and you're doing your thing and, um, and you're doing everything in your power for your journey sort of thing. Yeah. Yes. Oh, this is wonderful. Is I'm loving this interview. I really am. But I'm now going to move on. This is this is the longest question ever. And I do, I have to really think about it. When I, and every time I say it, I think, why do I add this question? But it's because of the answers it brings up. But right. Vicky, if you could share a great meal with anyone, alive or dead, what would the meal be and who would it be with? So um, when I was younger and all through my years, really, I, I just loved Michael Jackson. I, I loved his music and I was just fascinated by that man. And um, I thought he was, he was just, I loved him. I loved his music so much. So I'd probably go out there and go, yeah, I think I'd have a meal with Michael Jackson. <laughs> and it'd have to be a roast dinner because it's my favourite. <laughs> And this this is what's so brilliant because of all every guest I ask, the most popular meal is roast dinner. Is it? Yes, it, it's really surprising because when you think I don't know, but it's nice to see where it's almost like a nation's favourite that we go back yeah. and it's almost that feel good factor, and yeah. and it's reasonably healthy as well. I say reasonably oh, because yeah. I do. I do like my crispy roast potatoes, but if you're not having them all the time, it's okay. <laughs> fine, it's fine. I think I think it's a real caveman dinner as well, which yeah. fits with me and, and kind of my principles. And if there's some meat, there's some potato, there's some veg, lovely. I mean, I'm in heaven when I've got all of that on my plate. <laughs> oh, that is that is brilliant. And when you say Michael Jackson, such a gifted entertainer. Yeah, I'd just love to sit and talk to him, wouldn't you? Just sit yeah. and chat and, and see. Obviously, he was um, he was very a very rare character. He was very, a lot of people would say very strange, but um, I'd just love to pick his brain for like 15 minutes, see what, see what he had to say. <laughs> and it's, it's so wonderful. I mean, from all the... Um, guests I've asked some of the some of the names they've brought up that becomes a future podcast in itself because I've had one one lady has said she'd speak to God and I thought then the chance of the questions that could be a whole chapter and verse it could go on what would you ask and what how would you reflect on the answers someone else has said jesus so you think of all these and the learning and see well where would that come from and i know when i looked at this i was thinking yeah who famous but also an awful lot of people are saying their family so many people are saying family and to actually bring everyone together and get the chance to have a conversation with someone that they can't ever see again or something and that that's where See, I'm getting goosebumps again. That's where you feel the true love and you can see exactly how people are motivated with it. Oh, so, so even though it's a mouthful for me to say when I ask that question, I think the, the answers, the answers it brings out in people, that's what's so fascinating. And that's yeah. where, and again, it brings ideas for what will be a future podcast because you can see where people resonate with stuff. So, yes, 
Yes, I am loving this. <laughs> and I can't believe it. We've only got two more questions left. The time has just flown past. Yeah. <clears throat> now, these questions I've put in, this is when we get to know Vicky inside and out. All of the listeners know where they can connect with you, how they can work with you and everything. So, Vicky, what services or items do you offer to your clients or customers? Okay, so um, I I do offer a one-to-one a one-to-one business. Um, of course, it's more online now than it is um, face-to-face. Um, but I'm quite grateful for that because it's enabled me to broaden um, everything. In that you don't have to live in Essex to be able to come and see me. We can you can come and see me on the computer screen. So. Um, yeah, I do, I do um, one-to-one uh, coaching, but my, my main part of my business now is my online membership site, which is kind of the full package approach to your health. And, um, and it's about teaching women sustainable principles that they can take forward in their life and change their life forever. So no more going... Um, I wear this this end of the wardrobe at, at, at one time of the year and I wear the other end of the wardrobe at the other time of the year. Um, this is like getting to the point where um, you can keep the body that you want to have and the mindset you want to have and, and quite effortlessly and forever. So it's about habitual change and um, changing lots of the relationship you have with food and about just educating women to to be able to look after themselves, but be able to live their life at the same time. Um, and I think um, a community that comes with the membership site um, has been absolutely wonderful. Having women supporting one another and what I've seen them do in the last four months is make incredible friendships and they've all had each other's back and that forum is a very safe non-judgmental space which I think I actually think women need to succeed in what they're trying to um, achieve and um, yeah there's live yoga in there Um, I do a live session in there every week Um, there's live Pilates as of Monday which is really cool Um, adding and growing it go and there's recipe gurus and um, all sorts going on in there. And, yeah, I'm super proud of it. And, um, yeah, it is like my baby. I'm growing it and growing it and growing it and nurturing it to where I, I would like it to go. Oh, this is wonderful. It's wonderful. And, listeners, I did, I did warn you, make sure as soon as you've heard this podcast, we'll have all the links on how you can reach out to Vicky and connect and make sure that you can connect with her, with all these, the, the great teaching that she does. I mean, her membership site sounds fantastic. I know I'm yeah. already interested. <laughs> yeah, and it's, um, I tried to make it um, so that it was really affordable for everybody and I wanted it to be kind of like a, anyone can join this like this is for women obviously it's not anyone because I'm only saying women but (laughs) this is for women to be able to change their life Um, no matter where you are in the world or what stage of your journey that you're on um, all your circumstances this is something you can bring into your life and um, 
I wanted it to be accessible for, for everyone. It's absolutely wonderful. Brilliant. And then we're on to the very last question until we ask you back and we do lots of different questions. <laughs> can you tell me, do you have any special offers at present that we can let the I, listeners know about? I don't, but um, I think I just covered this in the last one, didn't I, I suppose. I jumped forward, I jumped ahead. But um, I do make the membership site affordable. It, it's twenty nine ninety nine a month. Um, and um, I like to call it the one-stop shop because hopefully women wouldn't have to do anything else. They'd, they train from home. They, they learn everything. It's like their little Bible that they can carry around everywhere with them. Oh, <laughs> On that, their own, of course. <laughs> that is absolutely wonderful. I mean, that's just perfect. And we've, like we said, especially with lockdown, we've all learned that's the way to connect and to always have that with us. And I think... I think the gyms will change as well because it's it's almost a hotbed for germs as well because of the way people are using the machines and everything. And I know, yes, I've got gym membership, but as we said very early on in the interview, I'm going to stay isolating until I know if I do catch anything, there's a way to treat it because I that scares that terrifies me otherwise. <laughs> I think um, I think a lot of women have learned in this time that I think there's always been this stigma that I have to have a gym membership to be able to achieve what I need to achieve. But I think women have learned in this time that actually um, it's you couldn't be further from the truth in that you can do everything at home quite easily, yeah. um, and and that actually the gym membership is not the thing that's going to save you from this situation. It's like getting the expert help and getting the right knowledge to be able to put these things into practice. And um, so I think that stigma is going to be broken now. And I think um, the need for a gym isn't going to be there anymore. And I think some people love going to the gym and that's amazing. And my membership site has home programs and gym programs on it as some people have got more equipment than others and have their own little home gyms um but I think that stigma has been broken in that um I have to have a gym membership to be able to achieve what I need to achieve um which for 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 some people is a great thing for gyms is maybe not a great thing but (laughs) I think there is going to be a change going forward yeah definitely definitely i can't believe that we've got to the end of the questions it's just been wonderful and i've loved it thank you so much for having me thank you i've loved it and i think the listeners will see the the energy i say this regularly but i'm so lucky to have such wonderful guests that the energy is so special and just vicky thank you thank Thank you you so so much much. (laughs) thank you it has been a pleasure Thank you for listening to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. We hope you have enjoyed the content shared. Please share with others who would like to enjoy these interviews and discussions. If you would like to support the podcast, please follow the link in the episode description. If you want to be a guest on the show, reach out and let's discuss next steps. Until the next time, enjoy your listening.